said, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. He, he, he's very delusional. And I can look at Mike Tyson's brain and got tell from by the way he's acting, this is what he's thinking. Come here and tell me that if I fuck you and your punk white boy, you fat. You can't touch me, you're not man enough. I eat your ass all alive, you bitch. Fuck you, you ho. Come and say in my face, fuck you for that, everybody. You bitch, come on, you bitch. You're scared, coward. You got man enough to fuck with me. You can't last two minutes in my world, bitch. Look at you scared now, you Scared like a little white pussy. Scared of the real man. I'll fuck you till you love me, it. Wow, such a potty mouth. But this is a man we have all come to learn, possibly feel sorry for, but we all love him. The one and only Mike Tyson, a.k.a. the baddest man on the planet, a.k.a. Kid Dynamite, a.k.a. Iron Mike Tyson. One thing about Mike Unlike many fighters nowadays, Mike sure knows how to sell a fight. Especially when you think of sound bites like this one. If I wish one of your guys had children so I could kick them in the fucking head or stomp on their testicles so you could feel my pain because that's the pain I have waking up every day. But. We must remember um, that Mike Tyson didn't always didn't start out like this when he first started, and, and he became the youngest heavyweight champion of all time. Mike started out just as a shy kid from New York, you know, just a guy that had exceptional, incredible skills. But like I said, he's just a shy kid. But that was until he hooked up with the one and only Don King. Then I got caught up with this other piece of shit, Don King, who's a wretched, this is just a wretched, slimy, reptilian motherfucker, right? Um, this is supposed to be my, this is supposed to be my brother, my black brother, right? He's just, um, he's just a bad man. He's a real bad man. He abused you and he would throw you, he would, he would, he would kill his mother for a dollar. In 1988, they... Um, made it official when Mike Tyson signed a promotional deal with um, with Don King. Um, you know, Mike had some issues with his previous company, so you know, Don King, being the salesman that he was, he saw an opportunity to show Mike Tyson the possibilities of working alongside Don King, who had been in the boxing game for years and years before him and Mike Tyson officially became partners in 1998. But, um, but yeah, Mike Tyson, you know, once he hooked up with Don King, he kind of, I believe, learned the game more, learned how to sell the fights even more, because like I said, he already had the exceptional once in a generational talent but now his his mic skills were developing something crazy so 
You know, he owes a lot of that to Don King. Um, but yeah, in 1988, excuse me, they hooked up and made it official with Mike Tyson. I signed a four-year promotional deal that would go from, that was supposed to go from 88, 1988 to 1992. And I guess the, the thought was that the deal would either be renegotiated or, you know, Mike would move along with his career and possibly find new new opportunities. But um, in 1992, when the deal was supposed to end, um, Mr. Joe Mafia, who was a um, former financial officer for Don King, um, he had some interesting things to say about Don King and how he was Basically, taking advantage of Mike Tyson and spending his money. Greatest country in the world, man. This is America, baby. Now, listen to this. Don King actually had his wife, Henrietta King, on Mike Tyson's payroll. Get this. She would get a $100,000 consultant fee for every fight. Wow, that's a lot of money. Every single fight, she would earn $100,000 consulting fee. But that's not even it. Don King's daughter, Debbie King, she would earn $52,000 every fight for her services as the leader of the Mike Tyson fan club. So Mike Tyson was getting it every which way. You know, I'm sure he didn't understand what was going on at this time, but Don King sure did. Greatest country in the world, man. This is America, baby. And also, you know, we can't forget about Don King's son and his stepsons, who both who both earn fifty thousand dollars per fight for consulting services, Mr. Carl King and Eric King. So basically, Don King he saw the cash cow in Mike Tyson. And he had his whole entire family eating. I mean, everyone was getting a bag off Tyson. You know, Mike Tyson was making money as well. You know, I'm pretty sure if you would talk with him or listen to his podcast, um, Hot Boxing, you know, shout out to Mike Tyson. Like I said, I've always liked Mike Tyson. Um, but... If Mike Tyson would get honest, you know, he would say he spent a lot of money on on material and frivolous things that, you know, he really probably shouldn't have bought at that time or, you know, been involved with. But after the um, affidavit that um, Joe Mafia spoke on, you know, fast forward 
couple years later until 1998 when um, Vince McMahon, the chairman of the World Wrestling Entertainment, which was WWF back then, you know, he had um, visions of working with Mike Tyson, you know, for promotional causes and, you know, where both sides can make a lot of money, where Don King, excuse me, where Mike Tyson can, can appear in ring and Vince McMahon would gain ratings from having, you know, such a polarizing character on, on his um on his network. You know, um they say Vince McMahon wanted to sell, you know, wrestling action figures and you know, and other toys and put them on games and things like that, but Vince McMahon had his son, Shane McMahon, you know, kind of go over the books with Mike Tyson. And that was where they found out that Mike Tyson, he had given up his marketing rights to Don King. Like, basically, Don King had the ability, you know, to nix any deal that he wasn't getting paid in, you know, regardless of how possibly lucrative it was for Mike Tyson. You know, Don King had a foothold on, you know, on all financial matters. You know, it probably stems back to when they signed the original contract in 98, I mean, excuse me, in 88, where get this don king actually had mike tyson sign over power of attorney where basically don king could do what he wanted in tyson's name he can sign checks you know make take out loans do whatever he wanted in mike tyson's name you know he had given him power of attorney you know i like you so many of you listening wonder if Mike Tyson even knew what the power of attorney was in those days. I mean, the guy was just a just an incredible fighter, but, you know, let's be honest, he wasn't the sharpest knife in the drawer. I don't know anything about that. I don't know nothing about numbers. I used to know what I can do. But, um, yeah, after that, shortly after he found out through the McMahons, Mike Tyson found out through the McMahons that um, Don King had the marketing rights. Hey, this country in the world, man. This is America, baby. Several years later, he eventually filed a $100 million lawsuit against Tyson for theft and fraud and, you know, all of the shady, shady business dealings throughout the years. And they eventually settled for $14 million. You know, that's a big difference. $100 million and settling for 14 You know, but I'm pretty sure Mike was hard up for cash at this time. So he was just looking to get what he could and, and not actually um, waste time and, and years and, you know, trying to get the entirety of the hundred million dollars because a lot of people say don king possibly didn't have it you know i i call i call bs you know i think don king 
has a lot of money. You know, me being from Cleveland, I've heard a lot of stories about Don King, how he worked with the mafia, um, how he was involved in running numbers and all type of stuff. I know he went to jail one time for stumping the guy to death. You know, the guy that he did that to was actually a friend of my grandmother. So yeah, Don King was that guy and still is. You know, once you're a part of that life, you in it, you in it for life. You know, Don King just happened to find another avenue in boxing, but he was still, Don King is still a gangster. I wouldn't mess with him. You know, I'm pretty sure he still has ties to the underworld in some way, shape, or form. But after that split from Don King, Mike Tyson started to reveal himself to the world even more. I would call this a another stage of Mike Tyson's life, another chapter with sound bites like this. Bone down, I know how to fight, right? I'm a then he would go into even more of a opening of himself truly letting the world know that he was a human being and how he felt with with this sound bite you know what i mean i've been robbed of most of my money can i at least get a job now if we fast forward some years later when mike tyson believe he had another awakening and he started to realize exactly who he was and the power he had over the media and how his fans loved him no matter what he did in his life you can't define me or define my work as a father i'm many things you know i'm many things yeah i'm a convicted rapist i'm 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 a i'm a hell raiser i'm a father a loving father I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a semi-good husband, you know what I mean? What? You know what I mean? I'm just a man out here trying to enjoy my, I, I was born poor. I ain't never had nothing, man. I don't know how to act. You know, his fans stuck with him through, through the rape conviction. They stuck with him after basically assaulting Evander Holyfield in the ring when he bit him. It looked as if Tyson bared his teeth at one stage in the exchange. Yes, bit I his think ear. He, he bit his ear. But Mike Tyson, working with the um, with the Oscar-winning actor Jamie Foxx, who was tapped to portray him in a biopic, and this was going to be produced by Martin Scorsese. We all know him from from his litany of great great gangster movies including The Irishman and Goodfellas and who can forget about Taxi Driver so this um, biopic has the potential to be all time great like I said with Jamie Foxx such a such a talented guy in my opinion probably the most underrated guy in Hollywood 
not just black actor, but I know guys like Dave Chappelle and and Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, they get all the praise and but Jamie Foxx is versatile. Like Jamie Foxx is, is amazing, you know. I know we speak of giving people their flowers before they die to really show appreciation. We honestly need to give Jamie Foxx his flowers. Like the guy like I said, the guy is amazing. You know, I love Jamie Foxx. The guy, very talented, very funny. Came up with some of the biggest musical hits in that era. But yeah, he was, um, he is, I believe is still on, but he is slated to play Mike Tyson in the upcoming biopic. So, along with Martin Scorsese. So this is probably going to be a really big hit, I would say. But recently, Hulu, they announced they have a upcoming miniseries, and Mike Tyson was not happy about that. Like, they say it's a unauthorized story of Mike Tyson's life and I'm not too I'm not 100% sure of the ins and outs of the deal but I do know I did my own research that um, if you all remember to back in 1995 when the original well when the first Tyson movie came out great movie by the way it was um it was an hbo movie and if you remember mike tyson he had a deal with hbo for fighting you know where his fights would be shown on hbo exclusively for a while but if we dig deeper we will see that hbo is on by Time Warner, Warner Media. And Warner Media is owned by AT&T. And right now, AT&T is a 10% owner in Hulu. Interesting. So if you think about it, Hulu is doing the Mike Tyson miniseries. I believe it's an eight-part series. By the way, this is this is no plug for Hulu. They're not giving me any money or anything like that. Just um, something something that I was um, something that that I researched, but. Hulu is doing the doing the miniseries now, and HBO did the miniseries in 1995. They did the biopic, the movie, in 1995. So there are ties between HBO and Hulu. 
So one has to wonder, did someone authorize this deal without Mike Tyson knowing? Because we know Mike Tyson was never known as an astute business person. Now he seems to be getting his act together, but given someone like Don King, power of attorney, who's to say Don King did not authorize the original Mike Tyson biopic? Who's to say Don King didn't give over power of attorney to someone like um, HBO? I know it sounds a little far-fetched, but who knows? When you give someone power of attorney, you don't know what they can do, what the possibility is. That's why I warn you. Never give over power of attorney until you find someone who, who you truly can trust. Who you would basically give your life for. Because that's what you're doing when you sign over power of attorney. But yeah, Mike Tyson isn't isn't thrilled that Hulu is making the miniseries about him. Possibly because they will probably interfere in the upcoming biopic that he has scheduled with. Like I said, with Jamie Foxx and producer Martin Scorsese. And this possibly may be cutting into his um his profits. So this may be why Mike Tyson is upset. I can understand that. I'm pretty sure you all can understand that as well. You know, someone cutting in on your potential profits, I don't think you would be happy. But Mike Tyson can only be mad at himself. Like all those years ago, he gave over power of attorney to the, to Don King. And they made a lot of money together. Let's not get it twisted. Don King did a lot for Mike Tyson. At the same time, Mike Tyson did a lot for Don King. So it was a it was a partnership. Whether you like it or not. Moving forward, you can't really think of one without the other. They're gonna they're gonna always be joined at the hip. Mike Tyson and Don King. But Mike Tyson is upset with um with Hulu because they're releasing the um miniseries and he has plans to finally take over his own destiny. Then Hulu comes out with their situation. I'm not even mad at Hulu. I mean, honestly, Mike Tyson is just so polarizing. Like, the guy's life is just, I don't know if you call it a fairy tale or a train wreck. It's somewhere in between. He started from nowhere and... 
reached the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. Mike Tyson is just, he's just that guy. So I don't blame Hulu for trying to cap capitalize on the situation. I think more so now you see all of these biopics and life stories and many series about people. You see more of that now because you have streaming services such as Hulu and Prime Video and Netflix. Like all of them are trying to just produce as much content as they can. I don't personally think it's good for the consumer because. Let's face it, a lot of crap gets put out nowadays that doesn't deserve to even have a screen to be shown on. But, like I said, Mike Tyson is such a polarizing character, especially now with his podcast, Hot Boxing, where, where it seems like he's revealing more of himself every day. You know, he's talking about his life stories and things he's been through and learned and tried. I know he's a he's a big marijuana smoker. Talks about use of cocaine and other hallucinogenic drugs. I've checked out a few few clips from the show. I'm not a I'm not in the fan club that Mike Tyson is some great big philosopher or anything like that. You know, I think his track track record has proven that he's he's not that bright. But you know, a lot of people they they swear by it. You know, they swear by with Mike Tyson. Oh, he's such a smart guy. You know, like I said, his show, he has a good show. He gets good ratings. I don't want to come across like I'm hating. I wish Mike Tyson all the success in the world and what he does, but I would never personally, myself being college educated, I would never look at Mike Tyson as some sort of guiding light about life. Maybe people that have less education with the lower IQ, look at Mike Tyson as some genius, but not me, not the circle of people I associate with. We like Mike Tyson. He's more of a sideshow than a main attraction, but his life is polarizing. You know, he's been through a lot, done a lot, been in prison, youngest world heavyweight champion ever. Like, how could you have two such opposite spectrums and, and not be amazed at this guy's life? So Hulu, like many others, are trying to capitalize off Mike Tyson. They're coming out with their series, and Mike Tyson is not happy about the situation. So, you know, he's pretty upset because he has something in the works where he finally feels that he's in control of his destiny but we don't know how things will work out like I said it all goes back to Don King like that original contract boy what I wouldn't give to see that original contract that Mike Tyson signed
I know they say he gave him power of attorney, and that may be it. That might have been all Don King needed to execute his master plan of controlling Tyson. But, like I said, Vince McMahon and the McMahon family, back in 1998, around WrestleMania, they had discovered that Don King had the marketing rights for Mike Tyson. So he could basically control whatever Tyson had going on or whatever Tyson had in the works. You know, nothing would fly without King's approval. I know Tyson's story is not over. I'm just interested in seeing seeing his life. I'm a fan. If you ever hear this, Mike, we love you over here at Chuck and Ruck Show. Keep doing what you're doing, champ. But, like I said, Mike Tyson, he signed some paperwork back in 88. He was a kid himself in his early 20s so pretty sure he didn't he didn't have the advisors around him that warned him about this deal that told him who he was getting in bed with but like I said him and Don King they did a lot of work together, made a lot of money, made a lot of headlines. Can't tell one story without the other. I know you guys talk bad about me and you got a really bad snick out there about me, but you're gonna, I'm going to make sure you talk about me. <clears throat> Your grandkids and kids after that are going to know about me. I'm going to make sure of that. They're never going to forget about me. But that's all the time we have today, folks. I thank you for checking us out on the Chuck and Ruck show. I am your host, Chuck. And until next time. This is America, baby.